That Girl Radio. It is your host, Ricky Lee, here, also known as That Girl. And for today's episode of January, we are going to be talking about the lovely Control Alt and Delete. These are my three favorite tools that are helping me to design my best life on the day to day because I know that at all times I can delete what I don't need, I can alter my mind, and I can always control my habits. And I want to teach you guys how to do these certain things so that you can start to really embrace your day-to-day. I know that a long, 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 long time ago, I used to be an extreme control freak, and I wanted to control every little aspect of my life. I wanted to control what people thought about me. I wanted to control how people perceived me. I wanted to control everything. And then one day I woke up, And I realized that no matter how good of a person I was, no matter how kind of a person I was, no matter how cute of a person I was, there was always going to be someone who felt the exact opposite. And then I learned that the opinion of others really does not matter so much in the grand scheme of things. How people think of me doesn't matter so much in the grand scheme of things. Who I'm really trying to please is myself. And... That's all that matters. So the first thing that you're going to do is learn to control your habits. Learn to control the small things that you choose to do. I say this in literally every episode, but it's so evident that how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. So if on the day-to-day you are giving yourself bad self-talk and you're indulging in bad things and you have a bad attitude, like... Your life is going to manifest into the things that you allow to occupy your mind. And at this point in my life, I no longer want to allow self-doubt to occupy my mind. I don't want, you know, bad relationships to occupy my mind. I don't want that bad self-image of myself to occupy my mind. I want nothing but good things to occupy my mind. And the only way that I can do that is by controlling my habits. And over the course of the last few weeks since I came back to Columbus after the winter break, I have really been intentional about habit stacking. Now, I have not read Atomic Habits, so please correct me if I'm wrong, but I've seen a lot of TikToks that have done a summation of the book. And you know, sometimes people's summaries of the book can be wrong. But um, a practice that he taught was habit stacking. Now, I don't know exactly what his words were or what his um, technique was, but in my mind, habit stacking is kind of putting together things that you love with things that you don't love so much so that you can get things done. And one thing I love to do is spend time with God in the morning. I'm not someone who absolutely loves working out, but I love how working out makes me feel. So... The first week of January, I took the time to ingrain in my morning routine, spending time with God. I've been reading the book of Proverbs with my mom, and we are already on chapter 10. And it's been an amazing, just amazing journey. Like every morning we start with prayer, we go into the word, and then we end with prayer. And then, you know, it's just a great time that I get to spend with my mom. Like we don't live in the same city, and we don't get to, you know, touch base all day and all the time so it's just really nice to get to spend time with her and grow closer to God with her and I just love it but starting that habit 
got me to get up in the morning. And I was just telling my friend that I was like, you know, I used to be a morning person and I used to really enjoy, you know, getting my day started and whatnot. But when you're in a season where you feel like it's a sunset season, (laughs) all you can think of is, okay, what's going to happen when the sun sets and what if the sun doesn't rise? What if the next thing doesn't come? It's just like you're constantly worried about what if, what if and what's next. And I feel like I'm in a sunset season. I'm about to graduate and I'm trying to figure out what's next. And so I'm, I'm happy to be pursuing or ending this chapter. But at the same time, it's like I just got into the flow of just waking up and going with the emotions. And the only thing that goes with the flow is dead fish. And we were not called to wake up every day and just live our day as ordinary beings like you're called to be creative you're called to be loving you're called to be kind you're called to be um a community member like you're called to be so many different things and so many of us have chosen to just be complacent with what the world has told us is to be our routines and i'm done with that i want to go back to the biblical kind of like daily routine and figuring that out and i've like took a deep dive into Proverbs 31 and it said that a Proverbs 31 woman is up before the sun rises and I'm like y'all the sun would rise and sometimes set and I would still be in bed and to think that I've come as far as I have given the type of habits that I have had I thank God every day (laughs) that I am where I am today But I feel like a Proverbs 31 woman and also that girl is not lazy. She is not someone who is idle and just sits and waits for opportunities to fall into her lap. She is someone who is ambitious and she is someone who is intentional and she is a hard worker. And to be a hard worker doesn't mean that you can't live a soft life. But if we want to get to that softness, if we want to get to that state of flow, we have to realize that you have to put in a little bit of effort. No stream flows because things are just easy. There's a current. There's something that is consistent. And if that flow, if that current um, stops, it stops flowing. Okay? So you have to figure out what is stopping your flow and how can you keep yourself consistently just having a current so that you can operate and just flow and feel good. And I feel like for me, starting my day out with God and also ending my day with God has been really, really helpful for me. And it's been like, this is the promise that I made to him that I would start my day and end it with him. So as long as I do that, the rest will follow. I feel like reading his word has been the best cup of coffee. And while it's not sustainable, like, okay, I do drink a cup of coffee or a matcha throughout the day. It's just nice to get that boost that just like that rush to get me out of bed. And once I've read, I now this week have started to introduce exercise. So I'm habit stacking and I'm not trying to rush into a whole grandiose, miraculous, miracle morning routine that's going to change my life and make me the CEO of the largest global marketing agency. Like I realized that it's going to take time to build out this perfect morning routine for me and it doesn't need to look like all of the morning routines that I've seen online. It needs to look like what I need. Because yesterday we talked about fueling our fire and honestly to fuel your fire you have to know what lights your fire. What is your match? And for some people that's reading your Bible. For some people that's working out. For some people that's eating a well-balanced breakfast. For some people that's not eating breakfast. For some people that's looking at the news 
others it's reading the newspaper like figuring out what routine is really going to work for you what habits you need to pick up and stack over the course of this month so that by the end of it you have a full fleshed out routine that is full of things that make you happy not because you saw it on some productivity tiktok channel or you saw it on pinterest or whatever else because i think we tie a lot of emotions or we see the results that were that um are garnered from the things that we see online but we don't realize what it feels like to do it and then we do it and we're like i actually don't really like this and so we don't stick with it and that's why you habit stack over the course of a long period of time so you can figure out what works and what doesn't work like okay when i start my day and I read my Bible, and then I eat a breakfast, it kind of makes me tired. So maybe I'm not going to do that. Maybe I'm going to read my Bible. Maybe I'm going to work out, release some endorphins, and I'll eat like a lighter breakfast. Like figuring out what works for you and what works for your body is so important. And that's how you're going to control the controllables. Because what you can't control is how people think about you, how people feel about you, the weather. You can't control what your job is going to be doing. You can't completely control your finances. Like there's all types of things that you cannot control, but what you can control is what you do. And the next thing that you're going to do is alter your thoughts. Altering your thoughts is really, really hard, (laughs) Um, especially when you have deep ingrained trauma and you have really deep ingrained self-esteem issues and whatever else. You have people around you who are not nice to you, who completely speak nothing but death into you. But I'm here to tell you that I love you and I see you and I know that just by you tuning in and listening to today's podcast episode that you are in pursuit of better, that you are in pursuit of being that girl. That you are becoming and overcoming a lot of the things that you have seen in this life. And so that in and of itself deserves an applause. And I don't know what you're doing right now. But if you can pause today's episode and just randomly go to That Girl Radio's Instagram and find someone that's in the following list. And send them a nice message and just tell them that you love them and that you see them. And that you wish them well on their journey today. Because this platform is not only comprised of just me and all of you. Like you are each other's sisters. You are each other's community. We are all on this journey of trying to design our best lives and become who God has called us to be. And that looks like helping each other alter our minds. I don't think that I am where I am today because of just my own self-talk. It's because of the way a lot of other people have altered my mind. They've reminded me of who I am. And I think it is of our duty as women in pursuit of God, as as God's girls, to constantly remind the women in, in our lives that they are that girl, that they are his girl, that they are a covered girl, a blessed girl, a graceful girl, a favored girl. Like you need to be reminded of that constantly. And when you alter your thought process to know that you are receiving and you are abundant and that you are a mag a magnet that attracts nothing but amazing things, your reality will start to reflect that because you're vibrating in a place that is accepting and receiving of nothing but amazing things. And yes, trouble is going to come, but what you have to do is alter your state of mind and, and figure out not why is this happening to me, but why is it happening for me? I had some things happen for me in December I had some things happen for me in October and I had some things happen for me in November 
And it completely altered my mind, my view on relationships, my view on friendships, my view on health, my view on so many different things. And it was pivotal for me to have these shifts in my perspective to fall in line and pretty much rewire myself to become the future me. I wouldn't change anything as far as circumstances. But what I did change was my mind. And it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to change your thoughts. It's okay to change your worldviews. That is all that we are called to do is evolve. You see, seasons change. Animals change. The caterpillar goes into the butterfly. It doesn't stay the same. It's okay for you to evolve and want different things for yourself. And if the people around you aren't allowing you to grow and expand and, um, you know, reiterate (laughs) and upgrade, then maybe they aren't the people that should be around you. The last thing that you're going to do is delete your self-doubt. Delete all the negative things that are holding you back from the places that you're supposed to be. Delete the contacts from your phone that only ask of things from you and never have anything to offer to you. I want you to delete the people from your social media that are making you feel less, making you feel like you're not enough, making you feel like you got to keep up. Delete them. Delete anything that makes you question yourself. We want things that are affirming. God doesn't send us things to to question ourselves. (laughs) He sends things to provide us clarity. And so if it's not bringing you clarity, it's bringing you confusion. And confusion is nothing but of the enemy. We don't need any enemies in our lives. We need clarity, consistency. That's what we're asking for, covering. And the only way you get that is if you make more room. And if you're not in this space to, and you're not ready to delete that man, you're not dele- ready to delete that friend, you're not ready to delete that job, All you got to do is put it in the trash. One thing I love about my MacBook is I can put some stuff in that trash, okay? I'm not ready to throw it away just yet because I don't know if I might need that file again. But so long as you take that first step, because when you put it in that trash, especially in your photo album, when you put it in that trash, after 30 days, it's going to automatically delete. And what do you think? I'm about to make an analogy, right? So when you put it in that trash, you're going to stop thinking about it because it's not in your present, right? And subconsciously, you will start to forget about this thing and you won't even be mad that it's deleted from your life. So, so many of us are so worried about, you know, having that conversation to remove someone from our lives, having that conversation to, you know, be able to do away with this sort of habit or do away with these people. But if you ask God, and a prayer for a graceful exit, I promise you it will mimic just what that trash process is. He will slowly remove something from your life. He might remove it quickly. You won't be able to see it. But over time, it'll be easier and easier and easier, and then it'll just disappear. And you won't even miss it anymore. And you'll be like, dang, where is this person? Like, I wonder how they're doing. And you'll and you'll look back and you'll be like, dang. I really ain't missed out on nothing because I said it, I, I think a couple of podcast episodes ago, like there's no one I've ever stopped being friends with or stopped communicating with or dealing with that I miss. It was, it was, it's a good thing. They're not in my life anymore. Okay. <laughs> that's just how the cookie crumbles and that's just how the things go. You know, you got to move forward 
And I um, overheard something today that was really profound for me. And so many of us are trying to read backwards. You know, you, you don't read books backwards. Why are you trying to go back into the old chapters and revisit old characters and, you know, the plot from back then when you're supposed to be rewriting, um, not rewriting, but you're supposed to be writing your next pages, your next chapters. We have to move forward. Like we're on book three and you're trying to go down memory lane back to book one and we got to move forward. We got to get in that writer's room with God and tell him what we're trying to orchestrate for the next chapters. And then, you know, we got to get that approval process for him. We're going to see like, can we add in some new characters? You know, I want a man of God. Can we do that? Can we do that in the next chapter, God? Like, I'm really looking for a job in this part of my career that is just going to propel me. Like, can we do that, God? Too many of us are trying to go back and alter the old pages and relive the past pain. And you can't do that. If you want to move forward and you want to excel, you have to be willing to push forward through the inevitable, push forward through the wild, get through the creative brainstorming process and the critical thinking and trying to make the decisions that are going to be best for you. Because every single day, the small decisions we make forge the path that we take. And you have to take that with the utmost responsibility. Because the choices you're making today are going to affect your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. And I know that might sound crazy, but it's true. So be wise. Be intentional. And learn to use your control alt and your delete buttons so that you can begin truly designing and developing your best life. Not your moms, not your dads, not your sisters, not your Instagrams, but the one that truly feels the most authentic and real to who you were called to be. And no one knows what he's telling you in your secret place. The things he's whispering in your ear when you go to your prayer closet. They don't know what he said. They will never understand. So when they question why you're using your control, your alt, and your delete, just say, this is purposeful, and I'm a purposeful woman, and just know that anything that I do, God put his stamp of approval on it before I did it. And that's just that on that. Mic drop. What did JT say? I don't even say bye no more. I just say, mwah. <laughs> and that's all you got to do, and that's just that on that. So I really do hope you guys enjoyed today's episode on Control, Alt, and Delete. And if you're not already following the podcast on Instagram at That Girl Radio, please do so. And please continue tagging me in your screenshots and your photos of you guys listening to the January series. It truly does make my heart smile. And if you're not following your lovely host here, Ricky Lee, make sure to do so. You can find me on Instagram at rickylee.co. I'm also on TikTok at the Ricky Lee. I love you guys, and I'll catch you bright and early tomorrow. Oh,